0: Here's a message from Ken Lavica. Oh, sweet, merciful God, it's pro football leave. Stone Labanowitz hit the open. On your mark. Get
1: set.
2: Go! You are listening to Ken Lavica Live.
1: What? Did we just become best friends? Yep. You want to go do karate in the garage? Yup. Turn it up. Turn it up.
2: Now. Live from the Anajar and Levine Accident Attorney Studios, it's Ken Lavicka Live on ESPN 106.3. Oh,
0: boy. Stone, you know what my nether regions are doing right now? Tingling. They are tingling. <laughs> it is pro football tackle eve. Ken Levick alive on a Wednesday here on ESPN 106.3, the free ESPN app and on your smart speaker. And at John Levine accident attorney studios, downtown West Palm Beach. The wholly unlivable, uninhabitable intracoastal right next to that in the Phillips Point Towers in downtown West Palm. Still the Badowitz radio World life partner. He runs this catastrophe until 2 o'clock. He is Friday Night Lights, and Wednesday means she has arrived. She survived the weekend, and sweet Lord, we're going to discuss that at some point because I'm not sure how she made it, but she has rallied. She is a grinder. She is the Dominican Queen. She is Jeanette Javier. Jeanette, do you same, uh, share the same tingly nether region sentiments now that we are about uh, what, 30 hours away from the start of the NFL season. I'm
3: very excited. Yeah! Very excited. I already, I laid out, I, I, I swear, I laid out all my Tampa, Buccaneer, Tampa Bay Buccaneer shirts out on my bed <laughs> and decided if I needed a new one.
0: How many are we talking?
3: I have five. Okay. I have five Tampa Bay Buccaneer shirts and jerseys. Okay. So, but I like to treat myself before every season and see, you know, what's up.
0: That's a good call. I do that with hats. I don't really do it with jerseys. I do that more with hats. I'm sort of a hat guy as my hair continues to decrease.
3: I mean, you're kind of forced to be a hat guy. Yeah, it's It's true.
0: I don't want an old burn on the scalp. Exactly. An old sunburn on the scalp. Um, I want to talk, though, about the AFC. I want to discuss the AFC today. This is going to be the first of our two part series called Ken LaVic Alive. Prognosticates pro football. <laughs> I just made that up because I didn't plan it beforehand. I, I
3: can't ha- pronounce half of that.
0: Ken Levick alive. Procrust- uh I can't say it either. Prognosticates pro, pro-, uh, pro- <laughs> football. I was
3: going to say Prog Ross? Uh, pro-
0: excuse me. Procrastinates. That's what I did. And that's why I didn't have a proper title for Prognosticates Pro Football. Today, hey. though. KLPPF. KLPPF. You're for doing short. great, sweetie. Uh, so we are going to talk AFC today because ESPN. Had a full-length feature today on ESPN.com, written feature about the blueprints for every NFL team and how they could get to the Super Bowl. Every NFL team. This includes even the dumpster fires, the dog poop on the bottom of your shoe, the Jacksonville Jaguars. They have a blueprint for them. You name the team, and that (laughs) blueprint is there. Okay? Today, I want to focus on the AFC... I don't want to do the NFC today because, well, we need uh, a topic for tomorrow, and I don't want to overload your brains, okay? This also, because as as the listening public knows, this primarily is a Dolphins tour show, right, Stone? Like, this is a Dolphins show, this is a tour show, it's what we do. By default. And the New England Patriots happen to be in West Palm Beach right now, practicing At Palm Beach Atlantic. And let me tell you something about that real quick before we dig in, okay? So, Jeanette, I'm not sure you're aware. Tomorrow, Thursday, Friday, the Patriots are at Palm Beach Atlantic. Uh, They are practicing because they're trying to get acclimated to the heat and the conditions that they're going to experience on Sunday at Hard Rock Stadium. It's going to be hot.
3: I was there last weekend. It's
0: Burning, yeah, it is, because as we have talked about, that stadium, there's no airflow that gets through that stadium. It is a hot, stagnant tub.
3: Unless you're into club suites, which is where I was, so.
0: Okay, well, you had air conditioning. Mm-hmm. Cool. For the rest nah, nah, of nah, us nah. peons, <laughs> it is hot and humid and disgusting, and so that's going to be the case on Sunday. Um, I wanted to, and I'm going to let everybody in, a little, little peek behind the curtain, a little fourth wall break in here. Okay, Deadpool. I had reached out to a local company that creates banners and then flies them behind airplanes, okay? So I did have a plan. I was trying to get an airplane to fly a banner that read, Ken Levick Alive says Tua owns you, go Fins. And fly it over Patriots practice on Thursday. That was my plan. Problem is, for 90 minutes of Banner Behind Plane, that cost me $1,400. Now, the problem is, we've wasted all of our money on the show budget on terrible sound effects over the last several months. That has really depleted what's in the old coffers, as they say. Uh, ESPN West Palm was not willing to front me any money for this endeavor. And uh, I also didn't want to get divorced. So, all of those things coming together meant no airplane with banner. We thought maybe at the 11th hour, one of the degenerate friends of Stone, Labanowitz, was going to come through and do it for us, but it turns out he's uh, out of state. So, no banner.
3: That's a theme with Stone, by the yeah. way. Last yeah. Last minute bailing? That's a theme with Stone. You know what? We'll you- get into it later. Oh,
4: boy. You know what? You didn't have to go there, but my pilot buddy did say. Hey, if I wasn't out of the state, I would do that bleep for free. <laughs> so
0: we just missed it. We, we just missed, missed it. <laughs> so so I was trying to figure out alternatives. And so I drove by the venue where the patriots are practicing. I did this yesterday to try and a little reconnaissance mission, if you will. Very nice. To see if there was maybe a fence area that's close enough to the field where we could send people out to to hold signs, to honk car horns, to blast the show onto the practice field while they were practicing. And they'll get going about 50 minutes from now because they're practicing right at 1 o'clock, just like the game time's going to be the kickoff time on Sunday because they're trying to recreate all the variables. Um, turns out it's like a fortress. I showed up to the place, thought I'd be able to drive uh, uh, onto uh, the, the actual campus where the practice field is. It's gated. And the security guard, when I said, hey, can I go take a look around, he said uh, no. And I said, You sure? He's like, Do I need to bring in security to ask you to leave? And I said, Nope. I'm going to drive away now. You didn't pull the. You, do you know who I am? I should card? have done that. Do you know who I am? He didn't
3: pull out a media credential or anything. You are so weak. No,
0: they, they apparently. You are so weak. Guys. Apparently, they have locked down. There was security everywhere. I believe. They have it. locked down that place. Because I'm sure the Patriots are paying Palm Beach Atlantic handsomely to practice there. So I want everybody to know that I tried to find a way to mess with the Patriots over the next three days, but it just doesn't feel like it's going to happen. So I'd like to formally apologize to everybody involved. Um, uh, Maybe next time, okay? (laughs) Maybe next time. Maybe next time we'll get that plane. We'll get your degenerate buddy. We'll get the banner. We'll do the whole thing. Hey, Belichick, you hear me? Next time you come down a little bit early, we are coming for you. We are coming. We'll be ready next time, okay? We'll be ready. Anyways, on to talking about the AFC. The AFC, I find it interesting because I think there's one team that everybody just expects is going to go to the Super Bowl out of the AFC. And I think you know where I'm going with this. And Stephen A. Smith, uh, he shares pretty similar sentiments on Get Up that the AFC isn't just going to go through one city or one team. It's really going to go through one player, QB1
5: for this particular team. I think that Buffalo is on the clock. We have to remember when we think about the Buffalo Bills, even all of these years later, we think about the franchise that lost four straight Straight, Super Bowls. Okay, we haven't gotten over that. And this is the best chance they've had since that level of infamy to capture a Super Bowl championship. When we thought about Josh Allen and we think about those 329 yards that he threw against Kansas City in the divisional playoff game, when we see how him and Patrick Mahomes were going at it, then we take into account what we saw from Josh Allen last year. Where were his 300 yards games? Outside of the 366 he threw against the hapless New York Jets, he threw for over 300 yards in a win against Kansas City. He did it again in the loss to Tennessee on Monday Night Football. He did it again against Tampa Bay as well. And obviously in the playoffs, he had back-to-back 300-plus yard games in the blowout win over New England and the loss to to Kansas City. I think about Josh Allen and this is his year he has arrived. Then I think yeah. about Stephon Diggs. 230 receptions for over twenty seven yards man. the last two years. That's my this deal. brother is something special. Yeah. Stephon Diggs can ball. Now I'm wondering about that supporting cast. I'm wondering about the amount of hits that Josh Allen took last year and you don't need to be doing that again. But if the Buffalo Bills are going to win, if they're going to live up to expectations about capturing the Super Mm -hmm. Bowl championship this year, Josh Allen has to throw that football. And he ain't gonna look for anybody more than he's going to look for Stephon Diggs. When you juxtapose that to the to the Los Angeles Rams with McVeigh and his innovativeness, of course Cooper Cup right. is gonna get his. Yep. Of course Matthew Stafford is gonna do his thing. But they're gonna have a multitude of targets. Plus they're gonna run the football a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Plus they're gonna rely on their defense as well. And I look at it from that standpoint as a reigning defending Super Bowl champions, and I think that you're gonna play more for the postseason than you do for the regular season. Whereas in the AFC, I think it's gonna require a regular season excellence.
0: And so the Bills appear as if they're probably the team that can provide the most regular season excellence, as Stephen A. Smith puts it. So, Jeanette, I mean, when you think AFC Super Bowl or bust team, I think almost collectively the Bills are the team that comes to mind, right?
3: Yes, but almost on the same line as the Chiefs.
0: See, and that's interesting almost you bring the same up line the Chiefs. As Chiefs. So, this is that's perfect because I want to bring up this really. Bizarre debate that has arisen about the Chiefs. Two different shows, one network, two very different thoughts on the Chiefs. First, Jeff Darlington along your lines. Jeff Darlington, ESPN. He is all aboard. Patrick Mahomes having a huge year, even without Tyree Kill. Jeff Darlington yesterday on Get Up, a huge believer.
1: It's called Change My Mind this segment. The problem is you brought apparently the four guys that are president, vice president, treasurer and secretary of the Patrick (laughs) Mahomes fan club because I'm not going to change your mind either. Look, here's the deal. Last year, this is not intended to be a criticism of Tyreek Hill. But last year, Patrick Mahomes targeted Tyreek Hill 16 times on passes over 30 yards. Do you know how many he completed of those 16? Four. 25%. That's not that great, okay? You still have the speed of Michael Hardman, right? But but Patrick Mahomes is going into this saying, "I can have the speed to knock off the top of the defensive backfield to keep that threat alive." And then use the rest of the field. Be efficient. Do what these guys are talking about. He's going to shred defenses. He might not be the same guy who's going over the top and giving us highlights, but he is just going to shred them with a million paper cuts. I have Patrick Mahomes winning MVP. I have the Chiefs winning the Super Bowl. I am on record with that. So I completely agree, and I will not change your mind. So
0: I love it. So Jeff Darlington, Jeanette Javier, Theo Dorsey, on the same wavelength.
3: That's quite a group. Yeah,
0: that is that is quite the triumvirate right there. Okay? Uh, so, it's interesting that Jeanette says, well, yeah, the Bills, I think that that's probably the leader in the clubhouse for Super Bowl or bus, but I'll put the Chiefs in there. How can you deny the Chiefs? And I suppose that's correct, especially because who's the team that knocked the Bills out of the postseason last year? Oh, I got, I got it. I got it. I got it. The Chiefs. Ah, that's right. That's right. See, he remembers he good memory. Me uh-huh. The the uh the tall boy Bud Lights having completely destroyed all his blood mm-hmm. cells this offseason. Um so so <laughs> juxtapose that though against Bart Scott, who's on Get Up on ESPN. Listen to this take about the Chiefs.
5: Well, this is a repeat uh, statement that I've said, but I said that I don't believe that the Chiefs are going to uh, make the playoffs. I said it to McColl Harmon. Listen, you can't be one-sided. Within their division, they're the only team that is front-loaded on the offensive side of the ball. Every team has closed the gap. You Look at the, co- the, the discrepancy in quarterbacks. You can't say Russell Wilson's that far from Patrick Mahomes. You can't say Justin Herbert's that far. But when you look at the, comparing the defenses, it, the, the other defenses in this league is miles ahead of the Kansas City Chiefs, and they're going to pay the price.
0: Wow, so that's bold from Bart Scott. It's not just the Chiefs might struggle, it's the Chiefs aren't going to the playoffs. Just why? We we just win same network, two different people, same show, different times, who say, yeah, Chiefs are winning the Super Bowl, and, oh, Chiefs are going to miss the playoffs. And that is why the AFC is fascinating, because it's not as clear-cut as maybe it appears to be on its surface. So here's what I want to ask. On Pro Football Tackle Eve. This is Ken Levick Alive prognosticates Pro Football, AFC edition. <laughs> I added more to it oh, as it we're going wild. along. Just, as I'm starting. You might as well, might hey, as well keep adding, hey, man. Don't Je- stop, Je- Don't Jeanette, stop, stop. We're warming up, baby. Woo! Super Bowl or bust in the AFC. The Super Bowl or bust team. The sleeper team in the AFC. And the biggest disappointment team in the AFC. That's what we're doing today. In your opinion, who is the Super Bowl or bust team out of the AFC? The favorite, okay?
3: Can I mention one more before somebody else does? Sure. The Bengals.
0: For Super Bowl or bust? Yes. Okay. Mm. The Super Bowl or bust team, the sleeper team, and the disappointment team in the AFC. In your opinion, 888-760-3776, 888 888- 760 Seven six zero three seven seven six. 3776. Tweeted us at KLV 1063. That's eight 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 seven six zero three seven seven six. 3776. In the AFC, who is the team that is Super Bowl or bust? Who is the team that is the sleeper? Who is the team that is destined to be the biggest disappointment? For me, I'm going to go with the Bills as the Super Bowl or bust. It has all culminated in this. Josh Allen, we know he's the stud, okay? We know he has the weapons. Um, You know he has the offensive line. The defense, you know that, I mean, at least last year during the regular season, they were the best defense in the entire NFL in points against, and then it absolutely exploded in the fourth quarter in the worst way possible against Kansas City. Is there going to be some sort of carryover from that? I don't think so. Could there be? I suppose. But the Bills, I'm buying in to them being the Super Bowl or bus team. Get this, Jeanette. Here's my sleeper. Okay. Baltimore Ravens. Lamar Jackson contract year. He's not going to get the deal done before the season starts. He's going to go in with something to prove. He wants big money. He wants Deshaun Watson cash. He is going to go out there. He's healthy. He's bigger. He's hit the gym. He is going to win a lot of games. But it's not just going to be your typical 12-5, and 13-4 Baltimore Ravens season. This is going to be Lamar Jackson also getting it done in the playoffs as well. My AFC sleeper team is the Baltimore Ravens. And now for my disappointment in the AFC, the team that lost at home to Cincinnati in the playoffs a year ago. The team that is still featuring Ryan Tannehill as QB1. That ship is about to completely sail. It feels like the Titans' window is done. They have really succeeded in Uh, and they have survived on house money over the last couple of years. We know Vrabel's a really good coach. We know that defense is pretty sound. We know that fundamentally it's a good football team. But, man, did the Bengals expose them for being completely vanilla in the biggest moment of the year last season. You saw some cracks in the regular season. But Tennessee was able to get that one seed, but it was a fraudulent one seed. And the Bengals exposed all of that. And as long as Ryan Tannehill continues to be the quarterback that they are falling back on, the Titans window will close that much, uh, inch that much closer to the windowsill. Closing and closing and closing and closing till it's done. I don't think the Titans actually make the postseason. I don't think they make the playoffs. Yeah, I mean, it wouldn't surprise me. I think a lot of things need to go right for them. And like
4: you mentioned, in, in years past or seasons past, they have. So I don't think the ball bounces their way this year. When it comes down to it, the ball's in the quarterback's hand. He makes all the decisions. I don't think Ryan
0: Tannehill gets it done. Don't hate the pick at all. I think that we might even see Malik Willis by week 15. You're damn right about that. So my Super Bowl or bust team in the AFC is Buffalo. My sleeper is Baltimore. My disappointment is Tennessee. In the AFC, what's your Super Bowl or bust? What's your sleeper? What's your disappointment? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. All right, Jeanette. You have named about 14 Super Bowl or bust teams here early on. I didn't on. name
3: the whole conference. So. The
0: the the one team of the couple you mentioned because you're on. Like I think the Chiefs are in this conversation. Obviously the Bengals, the defending Chiefs. champs, are in that uh, discussion.
3: Chiefs first Super Bowl for sure. All
0: right, so Super Bowl or bust, Jeanette says Kansas City is in there. Yes. Okay. All right. So what about your sleeper? What's the team that you're not quite sure about, but They could make a run and go to Glendale. Broncos. Russell Wilson.
3: That's, that's, I think he has something to prove and he's excited. New city, Interesting.
0: new town. Let's go.
3: Sierra, sing to your man.
0: Sing to your man. I don't know <laughs> what that means, but Jeanette says, Sierra, sing I'm to sorry, your man.
3: Sierra can sing to me and I will do great things in life too. Uh,
0: this is actually a legitimate question. Do you think, how often do you think Sierra actually sings great, to Russell Wilson? Like just question. a personal performance? Given
3: how corny they are, but it's adorable. They get away with it. Don't give them poop. Um, <laughs> All the time
0: All the time?
3: All the time Like probably like Thank you babe for this dinner Something like that I'm gonna
0: say this mm-hmm. I If I were sitting on my couch at home Okay And my wife just came up And started singing to me Even if she was a platinum recording artist I'd be like Do you have to? That's cause you're a grump I'd just rather sit down and talk or, like, I don't need to be sung to because then, like, you got to, like, stare at her and you got to, like, I don't know. Why don't you
3: start dancing with her? I'm be thinking, cute about I'm it. I'm
4: thinking about if I'm on the couch eating dinner and my wife starts singing, I would most likely close my eyes and enjoy the bites a little Let better. Let it watch over you. You know what I would do, Ken?
0: I would catch a vibe. <laughs> and I would just. By the way, <laughs> that reminds me. We are debuting Stone Banowitz's new segment today, Vibin', where he now tells you who in football. vibe where he tells you who's vibing most in college football. vibing. That's right. That'll happen later today. Vibing here on Ken Levick Alive as we continue. Can't wait. We continue to test the parameters (laughs) of what is too stupid for radio. What about your disappointment, Jeanette? What's your AFC disappointment?
3: Sorry? The Ravens.
0: The Ravens are the disappointment. So I've got them as my sleeper and Jeanette has them as the disappointment. We avoided the Dolphins, though. We did. We avoided the Dolphins.
3: My expectations of the Dolphins are already super low. So okay. if they if they get above 500, mm. congratulations, Tua.
0: Mm, my expectations for you are super low. <laughs> and everybody's
3: is. My own are, so yay. <laughs> the
0: AFC is Super Bowl or bust. I say Bills. Jeanette says Kansas City. Sleeper, I say Ravens. Jeanette says Broncos, let's ride. And the disappointment is me, the Titans, And Jeanette says that, well, I'm also a disappointment. (laughs) This whole show is a huge disappointment. Terribly (laughs) worded. Right, right. (laughs) As a disappointing radio host would do. Uh, And then uh, your disappointment is my sleeper, Baltimore. Mm -hmm. What about you? AFC. AFC. Super Bowl or bust. Sleeper. Disappointment. 888-760-3776. 888 seven six zero three seven seven six. We're starting in beautiful Jupiter. That's where we find Scott. Scott's on Ken Levick Live. Hey Scott. Hey Ken. What's going on, brother? Um
6: first of all I got a deal for you. If I can get back that five minutes that Evan took of my life at the top of the hour. Thank, I'll, thank I'll pay you. that fourteen hundred dollars for the uh uh-huh.
0: for the plane. We'll we'll discuss business after the show then Scott. <laughs> uh,
6: Absolutely. Uh, so, my Super Bowl or bust is the Chargers.
0: Okay. My,
6: my sleeper is the Colts. And my upset is the Bills.
0: Ah, the disappointment is the Bills. And so, this is where I find this interesting. That's because, interesting. Scott, how often... Do we have a team that is so hyped up? And this is obviously my deep-seated concern about the Dolphins, too. It's a little bit scary for me that there's such expectations swirling around it, and it feels like there's like five wins written all over it. But the Bills, they are almost collectively the favorite. And how often have we seen the favorite go through turmoil and the bottom completely fall out? I could absolutely see that happening. Now, Chargers, your Super Bowl or bust. You mean to tell me that yes, they have Justin Herbert, but a team that hasn't even gone to the postseason yeah, with that current core, uh, they're going to go to the Super Bowl? You you are on the Chargers train there. Absolutely, I think they're going to be this year's Bengals. And uh, the, uh, well that's seeing that's a good call. It's super fair. That's they they you have put it that a lot of similarities. They do that's have a, a great lot of similarities, comparison. and they have a coach who has big cojones. Right? He'll go for it on fourth down. I like I like that. Now, the Colts as the sleeper, I wonder if there are some that would make the Colts their Super Bowl or bust. Like, they could be in that realm too, right? Yeah. Yeah. I I think so.
4: Or let alone playoff or bust. They're in the same category. Like, they have to get there but if they do get there and catch lightning
0: in a bottle who knows that is uh that's good stuff there scott that is really good appreciate the call and i'll try and get those 5 minutes back for you we're going to because we're doing nfc tomorrow we're actually going to touch on what uh what evan uh, was discussing at his 1155 and uh, he'll be back at 555 today here on espn 1063 uh the bills is the biggest disappointment so in that spot if the bills are the biggest what is disappointing for the bills let's define that by the way is it not going to the Super Bowl, is it missing the playoffs? Is it losing in like the wild card I round? What is the disappointment? Losing in the wild card round. Okay. Because I Not just feel like- Super Bowl. Yeah. But But I suppose, yeah, like a nine and eight season for the Bills sneaking in as the wild card and losing on the road, that's a disappointing season, right? Like the standards are too high in Buffalo. I think Jeanette's right there. Yeah, I don't mind. The call on it being
4: losing in the wild card round, or if you start out, you know, to the first eight games of the season, something like five and three.
0: You know, we heard what, certain- But what if they go uh, 13 and five, 12 and. Uh, hold on, my math was wrong there. They're playing 18 regular season games, actually. 13 and four, or, you know, 14 and three, overwhelming one seed in the AFC, they get the bye and then they lose. A la Titans. That's disappointing, right? Even though they were the one seed in the AFC?
4: Yeah, it is. But personally, I would say it's how that game goes, you know, in that loss to the Titans. How they played, what they did defensively. Like, are there holes? Are they getting 40 dropped on them? Like, for me, it would have to be X's and O's. How do they lose that game? Because if it mirrors what they've done in, you know, recent past, like losing to the Chiefs and getting a lot of points dropped on you in the second half, at that point, I would I would deem it disappointing. Here's what...
0: Here's what's happening with the Bills, in my opinion, though, is, yes, they're really, really good. They're also really aesthetically pleasing. They're really fun to watch because we love seeing oh, Josh like, Allen sit back there and wing it, right? In
3: many ways. Yeah,
0: yeah. for Jeanette, it's a little bit different. Like, Stone and I sit there and we're like, wow, what a Josh an arm. Allen, that arm. <laughs> I mean, that dude is a tank. And then Jeanette sits back oh, there and yeah, says, Josh oh, Allen, that Josh arm. Allen. Josh <laughs> Allen. That guy that is a tank. tank. <laughs> yeah. It's a little bit different d- definition same of tank. Different. Right, same exactly. Yeah, same but different, right? Mm-hmm. There's a little bit of tingly on her end. Stone and I, well, I guess depending on the situation, maybe we're tingly too. I don't know. Sure. Um, but w- whatever he's wearing pregame. Yeah, exactly. But I I think that we like watching them. And they're a great story, right? It's Buffalo. It's fans throwing themselves through tables, sometimes flaming tables. Uh, It's the whole whole experience of Buffalo. And so, yes, they're the Super Bowl favorites because they're so good. But we maybe lift them up and we consider it more disappointing because we love them so much if they fall short. Like the Titans, they got knocked out by... The, the lovable quarterback of the last postseason, Joe Burrow. So the Titans went out, but the nation didn't consider it a disappointment. They're just like, oh, no more Titans. All right, Pfft, great. Joe Burrow's still in. We didn't care. Right. But if the, the Bills went down to the Chiefs in the divisional round, and there was like a week of mourning. Across the country, like we're putting flags at half staff after the Bills lost to Patrick Mahomes on that final drive. It's just the difference in perception, what we like to watch, who we like, and who's just sort of like, eh, okay, fine, they're there.
4: It is pretty crazy now that you bring it up. I think Bills Mafia does have a lot to do with it. I think them consistently taking shots down the field, going forward on fourth down with your big quarterback,
0: right, putting it on his There's legs. There's just a lot that goes into the Bills experience. For sure, for sure. Um, Super Bowl or bust in the AFC Sleeper in the AFC Biggest disappointment in the AFC 888-760-3776 760 3776 It's Ken Levick Lives Pro Football Prognostication AFC Edition Part 1
3: There you go You have to add words every time That was so good You've mentioned a title uh, <laughs> You
0: have to Oh, that means we need a Part 2 uh, Devin is in Boca Devin's on Ken Levick Live. What's up, Dev? I know you, Devin
6: <laughs> hey, in the words of the great Dennis Green, the Bills are going to be who we thought they are. You want to mm-hmm. go ahead and crown them? Crown them. <laughs> I don't see what the big buzz about the Bills. We act like the Bills is the Chiefs. They, yeah, they of be knocking on the door, and they, they have a good team, but all this buzz that the Bills are going to win the Super Bowl, is like, hold on, put mm-hmm. a, like, let's put a little break on this.
1: Mm-hmm.
6: The, the, the AFC is completely loaded. you got eight teams that are basically on an even playing it's like I don't really see this whole big thing about the Bills. My Patriots beat them last year without throwing without only throwing like three passes. It's like, okay, can we just yeah wait and see
0: what yeah. it is? Well and, and Demet, to your high. point to your point, they couldn't even get to the AFC title game a year ago and they're the Super exactly. Bowl favorites so it's now. Like- we are building them up to the. So we, they have a good team. I will
6: agree with Stone. They have a hell of a team, so that's good. Yes, they have a team and they have a chance. But let's hold up on that for a second. My greatest disappointment is going to be the Miami Dolphins. That's not even going to be close. That's going to be like seven and nine. That's Miami <laughs> just going to disappoint with this whole Tyreek uh-huh. stuff. So that is going to be disappointed. Okay. And I agree with Miss and I agree with Miss Van Gundy for the first time in my life. <laughs> Thank you. The Broncos. The Broncos is a slipper. The the, the Las Vegas Raiders is a slipper as well, but the Broncos is definitely a slipper for sure. And my Patriots is a slipper as well because I think we're going to make it to the playoffs as well. But my disappointment is your Dolphins. And Let's give the Bills a chance to see what could happen because the Chargers could beat the Bills. The Ravens could beat the Bills. The, 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 The Raiders could beat the Bills. The Bengals could beat the Bills. The Chiefs could beat the Bills. And also Stone and Theo and Ken, your guy Lamar, Super Bowl or boss? It's uh, time for him to take the team to the Super Bowl. He has been there in the playoffs. He wants the money. You and Theo think he's that good. Me and Stone still think he has some improvement to make. It is Lamar's time to right. take the Ravens to Don't the Super Bowl. Don't hate it. Don't I,
0: hate it. I love it, and that's why I have them as my sleeper and appreciate you, Devin. Miss Van Gundy, that's perfect, by I, the way. I'm blushing. I love that. I'm um, blushing. Uh, but, but Lamar, imagine, just in a hypothetical, let's play the hypothetical game, okay? I love this game. Lamar Jackson goes to the Super Bowl, Okay. Beats, I don't know, who are they, who are they beating? Who are, the, who are the Ravens beating? They, they, I don't think the Rams are going back. A little bit of a tease for tomorrow when we do the <laughs> NFC, by the way. BT Dub. You didn't hear that. Yeah. Um, uh, let's just for bleeps and giggles, say the Cowboys. I sure. Okay. Sure, I love that. <laughs> I was
3: about to say Bucks, but I was like, don't
0: even. Just for bleeps and giggles. Uh, but Lamar Jackson beats the Cowboys. The Ravens win the Super Bowl. Could you imagine the pressure on the Ravens to pay him Deshaun Watson money? Forget Aaron Rodgers' money. He's going to go for the 260 guaranteed. Is the anomaly that the Browns gave Deshaun Watson, and I am
4: here for it. Now, pressure is, I think, the wrong word. If you go and beat the Cowboys or Aaron Rodgers in a Super Bowl, <laughs> that was my—, funny. my really. My guy, <laughs> Lamar, you you earned it. You earned it. They're writing that blank check, no hesitation. If you're dragging Rashad Bateman and the rest of that squad to a Super Bowl and getting it done, he don't have to stress another day, and I don't think the front office does either. They are signing that check.
0: Alright, I like this. I like what we're doing here. I like Ken Lavica Live's Pro Football Prognostication AFC Edition Part 1 Wednesday. I love, <laughs> I love What we're doing here, Super Bowl or bust. Who's your Super Bowl or bust in the AFC? Who's your sleeper in the AFC? Who's your disappointment in the AFC? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Tweet at us, at KLV1063. That's 888-760-3776. We head to social media. We keep taking your calls when we come back as well. We have a lot to do. It's Wednesday. One of the best damn days of the week. She's Jeanette Javier. She's the Dominican Queen. I'm Ken Levic. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. La, la,
6: la, la. From the
2: Anajar and Bean Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3.
0: It just occurred to me, with the Patriots practicing a Palm Beach Atlantic the next three days, they're trying to get acclimated to the Heat before they play the Dolphins and I take that L on Sunday. To get to the Dolphins game, you know what they could do? Forget getting on a team bus, forget the police escort,
3: the bright line
0: that's damn right just get on that yellow train stress-free carefree now obviously i'd like them to be caught in gridlock they'll have a police escort i'd like them to be caught in gridlock and take forever to get to the stadium maybe their ac goes out maybe the ac goes out exactly but if if bill belichick actually cares about his players robert Kraft cares about that team they take the bright line they're right near the West Palm Station. Stations in West Palm, Fort Lauderdale, Miami. It's the stress-free way to get through South Florida. You, if you're in West Palm, you're going to the Dolphins game, take the Bright Line to the Fort Lauderdale station and use the rideshare to get to the Finns. I'm telling you, it is going to make your life infinitely easier. And I would recommend the premium seating. That's how Ken LaVica rolls on the Bright Line. I roll in. They've got the premium, uh, uh, the premium cafe area at each of these stations. I walk in. I grab a snack. It's free. I There's an attendant in there. He says, sir, what would, you, what would you like to drink? No, he's got a French accent. Uh, uh, hmm. I don't know how to do that. Sir, We, oui, what would you like to drink? And I say, Pierre, I'd like a Pinot Noir. Pour that for me if you could. Ah, thank you, Pierre. Oui, oui. Right, thank you. And then I get on the train, and it's the same thing. It's like first class on an airplane, except you're on a train, and it's the most comfortable, the most stress-free thing you're gonna do in all of South Florida. That's Brightline. If you want to travel Brightline in style, like I do, like the Patriots should, but they won't, because Bill Belichick, that dude's trying to, he's, he's trying to give his team an edge. Doesn't matter. Take that L. Go Brightline.com with the free Brightline app. That's go with the free Brightline app. Uh, so we're talking AFC. This is. The Ken Levick Alive Pro Football Prognostication Part 1, Wednesday, 1238 Eastern Time Edition here on ESPN 106.3. Nice. So... Here's how we're playing this. The AFC Super Bowl or bus team, the AFC sleeper team, the AFC disappointment team. Tomorrow we're going to do the NFC. Today we're doing the AFC. My Super Bowl or bus team is the Bills. No huge surprise there. My sleeper is the Ravens. Lamar Jackson can make a run. If he wins a title, I love the thought that the Ravens have to give him $262 million. That would be sick. Disappointment? The Titans. I don't think the Titans are going to the postseason this year. They're riding with Ryan Tannehill one more time. I think that is a done deal. I don't think that they're even going to go to the playoffs. Now, Jeanette's Super Bowl or bus team is the Chiefs. She's going with the side that has been in the last five AFC title games that came uh, a few yards away from beauty and the feel-good story of the postseason last year. The Bengals are going back to the Super Bowl. She says, yeah, Patrick Mahomes, no Tyreek Hill, no worries. They're going to the Super Bowl. Her sleeper team is Denver. She's riding with Russell Wilson and that gigantic military-grade truck that he is driving around Denver these days. I want it. And her biggest disappointment is... Buffalo. Now again there's a question as to what constitutes disappointing for the Bills.
3: Buffalo, Baltimore.
0: Oh yeah, you're right. You're right. I wrote down Bills for some reason. Yes, Baltimore. My sleeper team is your disappointment. Yes. Is your disappointment. Um Scott in Jupiter said Bills were his disappointment and that's where you try and decide by definition what's disappointing for the Bills. I think we all agree that if they get knocked out early in the playoffs or if they lose at home and say, the divisional round, that's a disappointment for them. Agreed. Um, No matter what happens in the regular season. Now, Stone, we haven't heard from you yet on this. Super Bowl or bust in the AFC, your AFC sleeper or your AFC disappointment? So I agree
4: with you on the Super Bowl or bust. It's obviously the Buffalo Bills. I mean, the hype's disgusting. And right, they're so aesthetically pleasing that I think they're the most bet-on team in the NFL. We love everything that they do. So I think that's a shoo-in. I think they have a target on their back and they're going to get everybody's best. So for me a Super Bowl or bust. Especially with how that, you know, that that final round against the Chiefs went, mm-hmm. I think you have a bad taste in your mouth and, you know, the mantra in your locker room is we're here to win a championship. So my sleeper pick, again I agree with you, it's the Baltimore Ravens. Gosh. I think this one's easy as well. I think they're on some sort of revenge tour. You know, cracking the books. I didn't think the number was this high, but do you remember how many guys run IR last year? 26. Holy hell. So I did be- not
0: realize it was that many. Yeah, they did just, just th- know there was like five new guys every week. Literally. So they were
4: <laughs> dropping like flies. I and I think that. that once you get everybody healthy again, you start to gel a little bit. I can see them being on, like I said, a revenge tour. So that's my sleeper pick. I also had the Philadelphia Eagles in there as a sleeper pick as a 1B kind of deal. They just actually
3: My neck nearly broke.
4: I know. He per, doesn't need to suck up to Eagles fans. I don't listen, know what he's doing here. Per per, your,
3: per, are you all right, bro?
4: per Vegas, they've taken over the shortest odds they are their that's the thing, in there now the favorite in in the NFC yeah. East. They are the
0: they but you realize that's tomorrow. Yes. Why are you saying them why are you talking about them today? What do you mean? Those are my sleeper picks for the I,
4: AFC. Uh, I, my bad. Did I just give away my? Okay, good, good, good. And I, I apologize. And then, I, then here's my disappointment. <laughs> I had this one written down well, well before Noted you guys. Noted for tomorrow.
3: I thought, Damn what it. kind of weekend did you have? I don't,
4: I don't want it now. I, I just gave away pain. my sleeper pick in the NFC. Oh, I'm but, sure
0: the, the, the listening public is torn. <laughs>
3: They're
0: Angry. <laughs> yeah. so, so Their whole day is ruined because <laughs> Stone gave <laughs> away his NFC sleeper pick. Damn it. Don't,
3: don't know how to listen yeah. to directions. So, how are they going
0: to sleep at
4: so, night? <laughs> so, I agree with you on both of those. My disappointment, I had this one written down early, early in the AM. It's the Denver Broncos. Now, it's not because you said that they are your sleeper pick, Jeanette, or anything. I didn't, you know, it didn't edge me to going there disappointment. But I think keeping pace in the AFC West is not going to be fun for them. I think they're a. Pass first division, they're going to ping-pong each other. Each team's going to beat each other once, I believe. And I think Russell Wilson, his entire career, has been able to lean on a defense. He's had a good staff around him where they can kind of game manage and get themselves through games. I don't think that's how it goes in the AFC West, let alone the AFC just sharp shooting all year long. I think passing on first down. There's a lot of things that Russell Wilson needs to do that he hasn't done in the past, so I more so need to see
0: it than be hopeful. uh, I would argue, though, that... You mentioned him leaning on defenses. It's a phenomenal best defense in the AFC West is Denver. Of all of those teams, and that is the juggernaut division in yeah. the NFL, the Broncos, based on what you define as where Russell Wilson has thrived in his career, this gives him the best chance to come out of that division. Now, do I fully wholeheartedly believe in Denver? No. Because I need to see Russell Wilson incorporate some of those offensive weapons, because that offense has been miserable to watch. Yeah. I mean, it has been, it has been the football version of a root canal over the last three years, <laughs> watching them try and move the ball down the field. Okay. Um, but I, I don't know. Like I I could see them being a disappointment because that division, you're right, they're gonna knock each other off. But why are we, what have the Chargers done other than not make the playoffs for us to think that they're just going to outgun Russell Wilson and the Broncos? I just, like, The Chargers, there's a lot of goodwill about them because everybody yeah. loves Justin Herbert and everybody loves the coach who goes for it recklessly on fourth downs. I do too. It's easy to get caught up in them. That said, are they better than the current version of the Broncos? And I don't think so.
4: Yeah, I don't think you can necessarily make that claim that they are better than the Broncos, but I think if there's a team down 14 that you can have faith it's going to bring... It, close is the Chargers. They have the firepower to score quick and score often, so I have more faith and confidence and trust in the Chargers than I do the Broncos. And I think being Russell Wilson in his position and coming into a team, a lot of the times you have a good receiving quarter. I'm not saying Denver doesn't. I love Cortland Sutton. I love Jerry Judy. I love Tim Patrick. But I think that they go as their quarterback goes. And I don't think that Russell Wilson can keep pace like I mentioned earlier and I don't think they're successful or as sleeper as we're making them up to be.
0: Uh, Jeanette, I know that you like to scout the quarterbacks in the NFL, both their talent and just general appearance. For sure. Right? <laughs> um, mm-hmm. Let's um, just real quick, because now I'm curious, in the AFC West, okay?
3: AFC West?
0: You've got well, – we'll tell you who it is. Yeah, you've got Russell Wilson. Uh-huh. Okay. You've got Derek Carr. All right. You've got Justin Herbert. We'll go with the the lots of hair version of Justin <laughs> yes. Herbert. Yes. Okay. Uh, the the former Stone Labanowitz esque hair. Um, why don't we go in that place and then Patrick Mahomes. Uh, Patrick Mahomes. Those four. If you could rank them in terms of general appearance, because you're the most qualified to do that on this show and you enjoy doing it, could you give us a, your one through four? One being the best, four being the least aesthetically pleasing quarterback.
3: Okay. Um I had to re-look at Justin Herbert real quick. Yeah,
0: hair version of Baby, face killer. Yeah, ba- the baby, baby face, face killer. Yeah, the <laughs> baby face killer. As Stone calls him, nobody else does. You like though. it. Yeah, that's pretty good.
3: <laughs> I need a more of a man looking thing. Okay, so, sure. he's too oh, so he's too boyish. He's too he's boyish. Too boyish. Right.
4: Good
0: call. Uh, right. So he's not one.
3: No, he's not one.
0: Okay.
3: I would, but Wilson. Especially Russell Wilson Whoa. is number one. If he he pulled Sierra. If he rolls wow. up in that car.
0: We're Wait, cars do it for you? Sometimes they do. Like... Big old tanks like he drives? Yeah, her last fling drove a Tesla. Oh, that's right. That guy. That, that guy was. That guy. It wasn't
3: my last fling, but yeah, he was recent, <laughs> yeah. Anyways, so yeah, Wilson um, was there. And then, well, we know my type, and Carr is probably going to get the second.
0: Yeah, yeah, you're, which is white. Yeah. Um, so, so Russell <laughs> Wilson, at Rus- those two yeah. things. And Russell and Wilson's at one because he drives a tank. Uh, and he again, he pulled Sierra. That counts for something, right? Um, Derek Carr, number two. Uh, mm-hmm. Number three, you're going to go with Patrick Mahomes, I'm, I'm go assuming. With Mahomes. Okay. But
3: he just, honestly.
0: And his voice that sounds like this. That's
3: the issue. He just sounds like after five minutes of conversation. It's Kermit the QB. He would be that guy that I would use because you cute and I would want you to buy me a drink because uh, I know you can afford it. Uh-huh. But then after that, I'm annoyed with you and bye.
0: And then Justin Herbert looks too much like a boy.
3: Yeah. All right, would, there we go. He would need at least five beers.
0: Jeanette's AFC West uh, appearance, attractiveness, quarterback rankings. Nice. Russell Wilson, Derek Carr, Patrick Mahomes, Justin Herbert. I think we could call those power rankings because everybody loves power Power rankings. Pa- that's right. Ken LaVigga live here on ESPN one oh six three. Uh Travis tweets in, Ken, you're throwing hella shade on my Jags with your notion of them being the poop on the bottom of the shoe. Are they not? <laughs> I mean who like what what are they? <laughs> What are oh, they? Honey, right? Maybe this year they'll be, you know, when you step in dog poop, right, and you hose it off or you wipe it off in the grass and there's still those little bits that are in the... Those annoying the, remnants yeah, that yeah, stink up the house yeah. and you have no idea right. where the
3: smell is coming right. from. Right, they're
0: in the, the bottom yeah. of your shoe, like in the, the, the bottom the bottom crevices of your shoe and you can't get them out and you don't really want to pick them out. That's maybe what the Jags will graduate to this year. You well, have fair. to throw
3: them in the shower and yeah, run exactly. for yeah. about yeah
5: yeah,
0: yeah yeah. You said that they stink up the house. If you step
4: in dog poop, and you have to hose them off. They stay out at the front door for like at least 10
0: hours. Yeah. Like they're not coming inside.
3: Depending on the shoe.
0: <laughs> right, right. It Depending on, the, on shoe. the shoe. Right. <laughs> so, fine. Fine, Travis, what I'll say is the Jaguars will no longer be the dog poop kicked on the bottom of the shoe. <laughs> They'll just be the remnants in uh, the crevices on the bottom of the shoe that you leave outside until <laughs> they the get dry s- and it cracks off. The right. smell
3: will linger until the Super Bowl happens, which right. will be no uh-huh. n- not affiliated just, with just that at Travis, all. Travis,
0: make sure you're taking your shoes off before you go inside. You don't want that in the carpet. Okay. Uh Aiden tweets <laughs> in the Super Bowl or bus team is Buffalo. The sleeper is uh LA, the Chargers, and then the disappointment. The Dolphins. There we go. We've got another Dolphins disappointment, and suddenly the Dolphins become the team that's been most disrespected as the disappointment in our little it's experiment here. Not
3: disrespected. I don't know when you guys are going to come to reality. That is just the truth.
0: Keep that same energy. Yeah, just it, it, when, when the Dolphins win by 20. Ooh. Hand Mac Jones another L. Hand Bill Belichick another L. Yeah. yeah, a little 30 to 13 action, if I might.
3: I put 27-23. Dolphins with the WW. W.
0: Okay. Yes. I need to see an injury report before. By the way, here at ESPN 106.3, we're making Dolphins predictions, the, the on-air staff here, uh, every weekend. And uh, marketing director Courtney this morning, us. she's like, hey, do you guys have your Dolphins score ready? Um, and the email said, get it to her by end of day Thursday. Hate it. Today's not Thursday. Today's Wednesday. It's not end of day Thursday. It's beginning of day Wednesday. I need to see injury reports, man. The first injury report of the year comes out today. It's like Christmas. I want to see who's probable. I want to see who's questionable. I want to see who's doubtful. I want to see who's out before I make an educated decision about what the Dolphins are going to win by on yeah, Sunday.
4: And we need to see how they handle the
0: humidity That's down right. here in Palm Beach. That's right. That's right. There's so, a few things that go into this. Right, right. So you can't just haphazardly send an email saying, Dolphins 21, Patriots 10. Ah, uh-uh, it doesn't work like that. Let me see an injury report. I respect He's such a diva. That's all I'm saying. Uh, Kyle tweets in where exactly is New England practicing at PBA? I'm working a job on campus. Uh, they're actually working uh, they're practicing it's right off of Belvedere. If you make a, if you're going down Belvedere and West Palm towards 95, you make a left right before you get to 95, you'll run right into the campus where they're practicing. What I would say is once you get close, they're practicing right now. they're on the practice field up until about 1:30, okay? Drive by it as slowly as you can and honk as much as you can, okay? (laughs) Drive by as slowly as you can. You'll see it. It's on your right-hand side. If you come from Belvedere, it'll be on your left-hand side. If you're coming from Southern, it's right off of 95 between Southern and Belvedere, right butted up against the interstate. Drive real slow and honk as loudly as you can. I I proposed this to Stone last night, and he's like, oh, how will they ever be able to concentrate with honking horns while they're practicing? Are
3: you kidding me, Stone? You played
0: football. And
4: car honking would not affect a single thing that I did <laughs> on the, the football think field. If the
0: Patriots can handle 78,000 fans, they'll probably handle some and car honking. Yeah. stadium on almost a weekly basis? Yeah, they get I'm booed and called sure. names and people throw <laughs> yeah. coins at them. <laughs> car horns. But hey, I'm w- just do your part. What I'll say is do your part in the name of the Dolphins. Go drive by where they're practicing right now in West Palm. Drive as slow as possible. Let them hear and you. honk as loud as you can that entire time you're driving by where the Patriots are practicing, okay? Again, between Southern and Belvedere and West Palm right before 95. Hey, are you experiencing foot and ankle pain? Need to see an expert in the field? Baptist Health Orthopedic Care is a team of foot and ankle orthopedic surgeons and specialists who are regarded as leaders in their specialty. Visit baptisthealthnet slash ortho to learn more today. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care combines its resources of experienced physicians and leading-edge treatments and technology to provide advanced orthopedic foot and ankle, joint replacement, spine, and sports medicine care. Visit baptisthealthnet slash ortho for more information today. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care has offices conveniently located in Palm Beach County through the Florida Keys. Learn more by visiting baptisthealthnet slash ortho. When we return here on Ken LeVick Alive, what in God's name did Jeanette do to herself? this weekend because we received an epic text, text message uh monday morning right it was monday morning or sunday morning it was monday morning monday morning monday morning Jeanette was just getting in well i had already had my day started for quite some time we'll learn what Jeanette did to herself over her three-day weekend and college game day is about to get a whole lot better i'll explain why she's Jeanette javier the dominican queen i'm ken levick i'm live on espn 106.3
2: can dude do it again yeah, yeah. Can we do it again? From the yeah, and the yeah. Bean Studios do it in it downtown again. West Palm yeah, Beach, yeah. you are do listening it. to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3.
0: College game day is getting a new full-time member, and I'm pretty pumped about it. And I think it's a great thing for the show, And and I have a theory. I'll explain in just a moment. There's no theory to be had. This is fact. Okay, I know this for a fact. If your AC goes down, your house is hot, your condo's hot, your place of business is hot, you're sweating, the fan's just not cutting it. Because let's be honest, when your AC goes out, sitting by a fan, that's not going to get the job done. Not in South Florida, not right now, not in September, not when it is 92 degrees, feels like 104, and it's about 5 billion percent humidity. Uh Uh-uh, you need the AC. You need it working. You need it functioning. You need someone dependable to come fix it for you or to maintain it Make sure that you're keeping cool, and that's EDS Air Conditioning. EDS is yes. EDSAirConditioning.com. Why EDS? Because I have a lot of people say, Ken, I hear you talk about this AC company, this EDS. You realize here in South Florida, there's a billion air conditioning companies. What sets EDS apart? Well, let me explain. They're family-owned and operated. They've been doing it since 2006. It's not just that. They're a train comfort specialist. It's hard to stop a train. You hear me say that all the time. It means they're using the best equipment to either maintain your AC unit or replace your AC unit. This stuff is top notch. You're getting the best in the business with EDS and train, okay? And from a customer service standpoint, this is where I think it really sets them apart. They are making appointment schedules around you. They don't want you to be sitting in that heat. They don't want you uncomfortable. It's a health hazard. Let's face it, your AC goes out. It's a health hazard. You can't sit there being held hostage like the cable company does. Oh, we'll be there Thursday at like 2. And then it's like Saturday at 7.30. AC companies operate like that too, not EDS. Where are you going to be? What does your timeline look like? Live your life. We'll come help you. We'll come get you taken care of. You can't ask for any more than that. That's what sets EDS apart. EDS is yes. EDSairconditioning.com. EDS air conditioning. EDS is yes. Remember it. Commit it to memory. It rhymes. EDS is yes. EDSairconditioning.com. Get that appointment set. So, Pat McAfee is the newest member of College Game Day. He is the newest full-time contributor to College Game Day. As if he doesn't do enough. Mm-hmm. He's got the radio show. He's got the YouTube version of the radio show he's got friday night smackdown on wwe on fox and now he's got college game day i honestly i don't know of a single person who's like oh i can't stand that pat mcafee guy even if you think he's over the top even if you think he can be annoying like he's just a dude's dude right you gotta love pat mcafee
3: sometimes he does get annoying Sometimes he can be annoying too much but i think for what he's doing he deserves it
0: but Yeah,
3: Have fun. Do it while you can. And
0: that's the thing about McAfee, is that everything with him is fun. Mm -hmm. right? And like you said, can he be a little bit grating? Absolutely. But it all comes from a good place. For sure. He's truly, purely an entertainer. Now, here's my theory. And we've talked about it a couple of times on the show over the last couple of weeks. It is getting uncomfortable to listen to Lee Corso attempt to function. No, he and he did great on Saturday. He's really trying hard. He absolutely is. And it, I, again, I want to be Back clear. Back off Lee Corso, This Ken. is no, not disrespecting Lee Corso, right. but this is a man who had a major stroke and has never been the same since, and he's 87 years old, and to me, it feels like ESPN doesn't know what direction to go into once Lee Corso leaves because Lee Corso is still the main attraction of that show. I, he's the mascot headgear guy. Back off.
3: He was talking slower. You can tell he's definitely practiced on his speech, and he's still very dedicated to being on that show. Back off.
0: I, I get it, but it shouldn't come to that and it seems like I don't want him out there being made fun of. People make fun of him. He doesn't deserve that and he can't help it and it's uncomfortable to watch someone clearly declining like that.
4: Yeah, I would say 95% of the people watching College Game Day now aren't necessarily listening to the take he's giving. It's They're just
0: waiting for the headgear.
4: They're wait- Well, not even. They're hoping that he can string the sentences together. Like, we're not listening to what he's saying, we're listening to how he's saying it. And then, ultimately, waiting on the headgear.
0: Here's my theory, though. Lee Corso, maybe Max, has two years left, okay? If, God willing, his health can allow him to do that, and the natural successor, and I think the reason ESPN's bringing in Pat McAfee, other than the fact that he'll bring in viewers, he'll bring in interest, you can do a lot of weird stuff with him, a lot of goofy stuff, unconventional stuff, he will become the new Lee Corso once Lee Corso exits. Think about it. is Is there a better person to take on the reins of putting on the mascot head and getting a crowd riled up and being that goofy personality that Lee Corso has been for decades? Why wouldn't it be Pat McAfee? I think that's the obvious transition is to make Pat McAfee the new Lee Corso. The people's champ. Putting on that headgear, I, getting the crowd riled up—it's so him. I, I, we would, it, it would, it's going to be sad once Lee Corso leaves the show. But Jeanette, I feels like Pat McAfee is the obvious graduation from Lee Corso.
3: It could happen. Let's see how Pat McAfee does. And I
0: mean, I know you love Corso. Yeah. I know you love Corso, and you're trying to wrap your brain around a, a, a post-Corso college game day. But I just think Pat McAfee—Pat McAfee—checks all the boxes. He's, He's goofy. Mm. He played the sport. He's not as lovable as Lee Corso at all. But Lee Corso's like old man lovable. Pat McAfee, obviously, at 35 years old, isn't going to be old man lovable, but he's like goofy, relatable. dude lovable, relatable. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I would like say, a, dude, he's definitely a bro. He's a bro. He's a bro, but he's a bro that you can go crush a beer with, talk some ball with, yeah. uh, play some cards with, bet some games with, and then he puts on the headgear. And you move on. Like, he's perfect.
4: Yeah, And if it's not Pat McAfee, I'm going to throw a name out there before we head into oh, the lunch hour. Good. But uh, I know you guys saw my man's performance last weekend on college
0: game no. day. But Jack Harlow, come he on was, in here, babe. Yeah, Jeanette just threw her water bottle at Stone, and I don't blame her. Jack yeah, Harlow buddy. Jack Harlow was horrendous. Give me your water bottle. Yeah, if, is it empty? All right, yeah, yeah throw that buddy. one, too. Oh, that just went off. That just drilled Stone's mic. That was great. That was outstanding. Was that, that Tom was Brady t- That was tool-like accuracy. Tom Brady! Um, I'm trying to find my Jack Harlow track here.
3: Uh, it's the trash. It's in the trash. Jack
0: Harlow, he he looked like, and he sounded like nobody told him what his purpose was to be there. <laughs> like they didn't tell that's him, a good you call. have to pick games. He was just like, uh, uh, Clemson. I hung out with Joe
4: Burrow last night, so I'm going to go with LSU. Uh, go. LSU. So I know all
0: about football. Yeah. He looked, Get out of here. He,
4: he looked half drunk. Well, he's probably stoned. He looked, he's probably st- you're right. Definitely, actually, stupid. I take that back. He's not a smoker. He doesn't smoke, so he was he was hungover. He or doesn't, drunk. He, and he's sober.
3: He tries way to too hard. He needs to just disappear. He don't try at
4: all. He's Why? smooth
3: killer. Why, no, he is not. What does I that think mean? You're smoother than Jack Harlow. <laughs> I though.
4: appreciate that. You're
3: welcome. Because his bar is so low. But you if, should be offended I even compared you. But to But if
4: me and Jack Harlow, you know, with ten girls line up at a bar and we had to hit, he would have a much higher success I rate. I would
3: only oh, look at you. <laughs> what are
4: you talking about over there?
3: No offense to. <laughs> I'd your mom blow or you guys. out. I would rather look at you than Jack Harlow.
0: Nice, nice. I'm gonna pass on both, actually. Um, so, Pat McAfee, I think, will eventually be the new Lee Corso. When we return, Jeanette Javier went on a three-day bender over the Friday, weekend. Saturday, Sunday, she definitely—it yeah. was Labor Day weekend. She definitely labored in a sense. Wasn't in the traditional sense, though. We'll talk about it when we come back, including the seven 5, uh, forty-five a.m. Monday text that Stone and I got from Jeanette, and she was coming in from her weekend. That's Jeanette Javier. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3.
2: home for sports in Palm Beach County and the Treasure Coast. From the Anijar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN
0: 106.3. Ratchet music for a ratchet woman. By the way, I am I am into Bad body. My wife got me going on bad bunny and now i'm fully i'm fully in on him Good. i think
3: welcome it, you're late
0: there i know <laughs> yeah, yeah there yeah. might not be a finer <laughs> a finer live performer on the planet right now this dude is selling out football stadiums three nights in a row
3: he, he did that down here two nights actually he was down in miami earlier in the year yeah right And then he just came back
0: i just i respect bad bunny
3: i do too He's made me do some terrible things. He's
0: a five, he's a five-tool, <laughs> five player, five-tool player, and he's a really good pro wrestler. He was an doing actor. Puerto Rican professional basketball commentating a couple <laughs> of months ago. Yes, he did. He is. What did you say? He's an an actor. actor. An actor. He's yeah. A bulletproof. Yeah. And he's a Grammy award winner. Yes. And he's just a stud, man. He's a he's a Latino prince.
3: Really is I'd say the king
0: like He might be the king He might El be right now yeah. El Rey El Rey Well now
3: you get into a Specific territory Because El Rey. No actually no He's probably the prince because Daddy Yankee And then Don Omar And then probably Batman.
0: Oh got it Got it That Daddy is the Yankee, natural Gasolina? progression You're right Gasolina yeah, yeah. Everybody
3: knows it That's Everybody the, around the that, world
0: That is the International ratchet anthem Yeah <laughs> You cannot stand still oh, If you listen to man. that song Oh man It is tough to Keep clothes on I've seen it uh, Ken LaViga Live here on ESPN 106.3 As we start the lunch hour here uh, We're going to be debuting Vibin The new Stone Banowitz football segment It might be a one and done Because I'm not sure how it's going to go But I tell you what we got an open fort And we've got a whole lot to do Oh look what came back A lunch hour The woman eating the sloppy joe With her mouth open Welcome back sweetheart What
3: happened to you breathing heavy on the mic? I don't know Remember that? There was one where you. were Oh, I, I do remember powder, that. Like, you were like. like well, it's when I was bull. sick.
0: First of all, you were taking advantage of a of an ailing teammate, and for that, <laughs> I don't appreciate that. Um, so,
3: so. have made worse decisions.
0: I, <laughs> I, I want to uh, bring everybody back to Monday morning. This was seven forty-five in the morning. Okay, so I was just minding my own business, and I um, I was working out. And had finished up, had played with my daughters a little bit, and uh, just getting on with my day. It's a day off. So, hey, you know, what are we going to do? What are we going to do? Setting it up. I had a coach's show with Willie Taggart that night, so I couldn't go it Couldn't go crazy. But how are we going to relax on this Monday? It's 7.45 in the morning. Um, We get a text. Stone and I get a text at 7.45 from Jeanette. This is 7.45 a.m., and it reads the following. I need Jesus again. Love you both. Good morning slash night. I don't know anymore. That was the text from Jeanette at 7.45 a.m. Eastern Time on Monday. I replied, this is my favorite text from you ever. I'm sure there's a church service somewhere today. Jeanette replies, Jesus works holiday weekends. And then follows with, it's 8 a.m. I'm going to bed, followed by a photo of her eating a salad out of a bowl, captioned, bomb-ass salad. It was a pot. It was in a pot. You're right. It's in a pot. Like You would boil water in it. It's a pot. (laughs) You're eating salad out of a pot. Yes. And then you went to bed at around 8 a.m. Yes. So how did we get to that point? That's my question. How did it get to the point where at 7.45 a.m. on Monday, you're texting Stone and I, and you're eating salad out of a pot? Yes after getting in from presumably a night of partying and drinking. How did we get to that point? It what was the weekend?
3: It was a lot of nights of partying, kind
0: of just in So it was one. collectively, this was the aftermath of a collection of nights of party.
3: Yeah, let me take you to Friday.
0: All right, all the way back to Friday.
3: Let's take you to Friday. I went out uh, with a friend. Um, we go back from our days in Orlando. We've been on and off. It's just never worked out. And we went to play mini oh, golf. Oh, this
0: was a, a guy friend? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay.
3: I would say a roster.
0: Oh, part of your depth chart.
3: Part of the depth chart. Got it. Uh, Which I started, we'll get to that on what I did yesterday. Holy Lord. But Friday, part of the roster, he shows up and he's like, let's go mini golfing. And we're like, cool. And then we had a couple shots and then there was a basketball court and we all know I love basketball players. So he started playing a little bit of basketball. Did
0: you play one-on-one or did you just watch him shoot? I just watched him shoot.
4: And he's
3: very smooth about it. Wait. I was having a drink in my hand and I watched him shoot. You don't great. find that
4: weird at all. What's wrong? He's just putting out some shots.
3: And I was admiring Jeanette the beautiful the, man yeah. playing basketball.
0: Jeanette doesn't want to get sweaty and let the makeup run or anything we, like we, that. Just uh, hanging out. Any you. any women that are listening right now, um, is it entertaining or does it turn you on to watch your man shoot hoops? The,
1: like, come on. The answer's
0: yes to that. No, Way. like if you like that guy slash love your man like he's just doing his thing Don't
1: you're hanging out if you're
0: if you're a woman or you have a male significant other okay does it turn you on to watch said man Shoot hoops. You're not included in shooting hoops. You're just sitting on presumably a bench watching that person shoot hoops. Is that is that a turn on? Is that enjoyable? Eight 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 seven six zero three seven seven six. Eight 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 seven six zero three seven seven six. Because that seems bizarre. You're not to mention you're you've taken some shots, so you're buzzed watching him shoot hoops. What's he doing during this time? If he hits a three, is he going money? That's what I was the like. One what's he doing? That
3: money. I was the one saying money. Anyways. Um, we just celebrated a little bit. What does that mean? We made out.
0: You made out I uh, hit that three. Oh. You made out with him after he hits a three? <laughs> like what? Is, <laughs> yeah, what is it Super like? He, he's like, uh, from the corner. Ah, and then his Jeanette's like, uh, <laughs> Like, what is that?
3: I've made what better decisions. Weird Friday. But what I ended that? it, but I ended it early because I had to make pigs in a blanket because I was going to the UM game on Saturday. <laughs> I went.
0: Wait. You shut down the basketball court makeout. Oh to go home to make pigs in a blanket.
3: Yeah, I'm a woman of priorities.
0: I'm wow. a woman of priorities. This <laughs> is already mind-blowing from a multitude of ways and we're not even through Friday yet. No. Wow. There's still 2 days left of this <laughs> bender. You know, he might he must have a nice shot
4: though. Obviously he's got a good stroke, you know, he's got he holds the finish and everything. Well, she doesn't know she's video. talking
0: basketball.
3: I like, have it on video. I oh, think okay. it posted on Instagram, which I shouldn't have. A lot of questions arisen, but yeah. Oh, my yeah, we're God. So, anyway, so, so Friday
0: ended with you making out with this dude on a basketball court Uh-oh. after hitting a three into pigs in a blanket. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All yeah, right. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. The, the pigs have been made in the blanket, and now it's set for Miami football on Saturday. Yeah.
3: So Saturday. Now I went with a new friend, but this guy guy is actually one of the sweetest most handsome men. This, is a, this, is, this three, is a different
0: guy. This is This is not the shooter. This <laughs> isn't the shooter. He's not on the Shura. roster.
3: <laughs> Shut up, I hate you Shooter. He's not on the roster because he explicitly said that he's not looking for a relationship because he got out of a relationship in March. So he's March.
0: Just, he's so he's having a good time. It Stone, like this seems soft, man. Like you get a relationship in March, you don't yeah. need till September, bro. No, no, get back on the train, man. I mean,
4: that's a marshmallow fellow. It's time right to get there. back
0: on the horse. Let's okay. roll, no, man.
3: No, no, I respect. I, I do not mess with people's boundaries. Okay. So I was like,
4: No,
0: whatever. I'm questioning his boundaries. I I, I respect <laughs> that about you. I'm questioning why he still has boundaries up. Take the gates down, man. Can this is just it's time a simple. time to live. This this is,
4: open borders. This is what we call a red flag nowadays. Yeah.
0: But he is actually. I got hurt th- back in March. <laughs> Come so, on, dude. Remember, <laughs> remember
3: this? <laughs> this is the type of guy in my life I would like to attract. Handsome from the Midwest. Not brunette, but whatever. Except I he's at the over. Great
0: Wall of China around his boundaries. You sure, whatever. No walking chastity belt.
3: together. We he came over to the UM game. It was a great time. Okay. So, good guy I would like to okay. attract. Okay, so you had say, fun. You had fun.
0: Did he did he eat pigs in a blanket or did he you? He did. He okay. ate a
3: lot of he ate, he ate a lot of food with my friends and it was great. It was my friend's 50th birthday also important to note for Sunday. So 50th. 50th. Okay. Okay. So, um, <laughs>
0: the plot thickest. Yeah, I, I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't see that coming but alright
3: so then uh, I have my cooler and he brings a bunch of beer or whatever and he decides and this is at the, the Canes game yeah so okay. the game ends it's great we had a good time we get home and he's like I kinda just wanna go home he lives in West Palm I live in Boca so right, I was right. like and I got like randomly upset cause I wanted to keep partying um, you got
0: upset with him cause he wanted to go home
3: yeah which I should have known. that's
0: probably not gonna help attract him that's, I'm just saying. I
3: know. And then he questioned my fanhood of Star Wars, and that's when I really got upset.
0: <laughs> Wait, what did he say? He was like That came so out of left field." I
3: made a reference about Star Wars, and he looked at me and he was like, So you're really serious about the Star Wars thing. And I kind of did like the hair whip, and I was like, Do I give you the impression that I'm not? Oh, like God. whatever. But oh, he's awesome. Boy. I,
0: I can't I imagine how him that much went since south.
3: Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> so whatever, we get home, he dips, and I have a cooler left of his beer. And I was like, Well. I have a bunch of friends who are partying back in Fort Lauderdale, so I grab the cooler and I grab his beers and I go out to party in South Florida on Saturday.
0: So you went to Fort Lauderdale?
3: Yeah, uh, that was good. Normal party. I sobered up. I drove home Sunday. Let's get to Sunday.
0: All right, Sunday. So we've gone through Saturday. We've gone to the Canes game with the man, uh, the walking chastity belt, uh, that has been was hurt back in March and can't find a way to mm-hmm. open up his heart to, uh, to Jeanette. Okay? So uh, she gets mad when he questions her Star Wars fanhood. He goes home. She takes his beer, goes to Fort Lauderdale. Uh, party, sleepy time in Fort Lauderdale. Now we're on to Sunday. Okay. Miami. Oh, boy.
3: Coral Gables.
0: Yeah, no. Mm-mm.
3: Friends fiftieth birthday. One of my best friends from Orlando drives down for this party. All right. So whatever, party ends around two. I have Oh, been so to... this is day drinking. Yeah. Oh. Until seven. So wait, wait was this
0: brunch in a day drink? Yes. Oh, that's a problem.
3: Yeah. So Coral Gables, we find other couple beer like bars. Life's going good, life's going great. And then I have another friend. He reaches out. He goes, Jeanette, what are you up to? And I was like, "I'm about to leave Miami. What's up?" He goes, "Bet. I'm in Fort Lauderdale. I'm eating pizza. Do you want to come eat pizza?" Is
0: this roster? Is this on the roster? No. Depth he's like chart. a brother. Oh, okay. Right. But
3: keep that in mind. Oh, so prospect. No, 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 no. He's like my brother. So like,
0: this is this isn't a depth chart. This isn't. Uh, it's
3: the pause of the week. No,
0: there's nobody in the minor league system here. They're not oh. in the no, farm no, system. No, 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 okay. no, no. This
3: is just like hey. Like, do you want to chill out for a little yeah, bit and have out. some pizza? Got it. And I was like, yes, all right, so I you, want
0: pizza. You go from Miami to Fort Lauderdale for pizza? Yeah. Okay.
3: Yeah, yeah, and then <laughs> and then one of my favorite bars of all time, a retro arcade bar, uh-huh. is a couple minutes away. So I look at my friend and I'm like, hey, let's go to the bar.
5: Yeah.
0: So we're like, okay, let's go to the. Let's retro- go play some Pac Man and eat some pizza. I show. played
3: Galaga for an hour and a half straight. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. To the point where my friend left me because the bar doesn't like close till two a.m.
0: So he was he was wiped out. Yeah, right? he
3: was like, Jeanette, it's one thirty. We gotta go." And I'm like, "I'm doing really good in Galaga right yeah. now. I gotta like stay here."
0: Okay, I've been there. I know.
3: So whatever. <laughs> I know how that goes. Me by myself. Uh. In a bar in Fort Lauderdale so you're, at 1.30 in the so morning. So you're
0: at this arcade bar by yourself playing Galaga. There's
3: other people around <laughs> oh. me, but like,
0: there's no <laughs> My friends God. around me.
3: My friends are gone.
0: So you have outlasted your friends. You and this is day three, late day three of your your Labor Day weekend bender, and you found yourself by yourself, drunk at an arcade bar, and your friends have all retired for the weekend.
3: <laughs> and I stayed because I wanted to play Galaga. Okay, so
0: Oof, boy. of course,
3: what happens? This beautiful man comes up and talks oh, to me when I'm at
0: this bar. Oh, of course. They, 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 so what the happens type of, after that? The type of stud you would only find in the <laughs> arcade bar. <laughs> Creeping hey, around uh, the arcade yeah, bar yeah. at two in the morning. Hey, so uh, you ever played Pac-Man? Uh, you ever eat a ghost? The, like, what a funny. weirdo.
3: So what happened?
0: Hey, Frogger, am I right? <laughs> yeah.
3: And he's cute.
0: Wanna me, I'm feeling it. Want to watch me put up some shots? <laughs> <laughs> Jeanette's like, oh, well, actually, it turns me on when I'm watching someone randomly shoot free throws. You're right. <laughs> Want to make out? Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> so, so so, wait a minute. Is this the first time? Uh, are you telling me that there was a pickup, a bar pickup, <sighs> a potential hookup at an arcade bar? Yes. Yes. It's definitely the first I've ever heard. I, uh, of all, like, forget have You've ever heard. This has to be the first time this has ever happened. <laughs> Wrong. In it's human happened, history.
3: It's happened multiple yeah, times. because to you? Be, yes.
0: Because, because, <laughs>
3: Jeanette.
0: because
4: let alone, there's not a girl by herself in the arcade but bar. But
0: my, my At any point,
4: at any point, doesn't right? matter I'm sure
0: the other boy, the other guys in there are like, um, I, I, I want to talk to her, but my underwear <laughs> is too tight. Like, <laughs> at, what is even <laughs> like, so wait. I've never heard of this. I just want to make sure we're abundantly clear. A couple of the men on my roster are from that bar. Jesus, God, Jeanette. (laughs) I've never heard of this. I've never heard of a hookup, uh, a hookup beginning at an arcade bar. Not only that, this is multiple times now. And my
3: M.O. usually before I leave with them, there's a McDonald's right next door, so I'm like, let's go to McDonald's and (laughs) then.
4: It's like we're 18 years old.
0: (laughs) Oops we go, not even 80, Let's go. What 14. do you think
3: I was questioning? I need to find Jesus again.
0: Play some Galaga, get some chicken nuggets in your belly, and uh
3: Oh, that sounds like a great time. Get after
0: it. That's fantastic. Uh, uh, so so <laughs> then you got the arcade bar hookup.
3: No, we didn't hook up.
0: Oh, it was because just, I was
3: too tired and I wanted to go home.
0: Oh. Oh man. So that's t- that's that's
3: But the story didn't finish.
0: Oh god, there's more. So the he got the teased at the arcade bar, right. <laughs> Right. Uh, uh. This is 2 o'clock in <laughs> the, the morning The old arcade bar blue ball uh, uh. <laughs> 2 o'clock Never. in the morning
3: hits And there's a couple other Pinball bars. and a blue ball <laughs> uh, <laughs> 10 minutes ole- oh, Down the road By Las Olas uh-huh. There's another bar that's open till 4 o'clock in the morning So I guess we go to that bar Yeah, yeah It's yeah. open till 4 o'clock in the morning What other places around Fort Lauderdale are open past 4 o'clock in the morning
0: Cracked ends I no. don't know Strip clubs. Oh, you went to a strip club I, after all this? I went to a strip club. I thought you were tired. No. <laughs> Not tired enough for that.
3: No, we didn't hook up because I, we the Uber dropped him off first. And he was like, do you just want to come up? And I was like, no, I'm hungry. I want to go home.
0: I need pigs in a blanket.
3: <laughs> I ate a salad. Wow! So we went to Fort Lauderdale, then we went to a strip club, and then the Uber dropped (laughs) him off first, (laughs) and then it dropped me off, and then I ate my salad, texted you guys, and passed out.
4: Ken, she ate leftover
0: salad the next (laughs) morning. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I want to, by the way, I feel for this poor guy. That was my weekend. One, he picked up a girl in an arcade bar, okay? Two, Jeanette then brought him to a strip club, where he certainly at that point feels like, Yeah. This is happening, (laughs) followed by an Uber ride where he goes. So you just want to come up, thinking it's a mere formality at this point. (laughs) Jeanette replies, "Nah, I'm tired and hungry." And then she goes home and eats leftover salad out of a pot.
3: It wasn't leftover salad; (laughs) it's one of those pre-made salads. So I made a complete mess in the kitchen.
0: This guy thought this is life. (laughs) This is definitely happening. Then, as soon as the strip club took place, then he's definitely like, "This is on." Get in the Uber, and he's like, this is going to rule into Jeanette denying him and hearing after the fact now that she went home. She, she, she would not go home with that guy because she wanted to go home and eat a pre-made salad out of a pot. Yep. <laughs> that was that, my weekend. That is the dregs of society. Yes, it I, is. Have, I feel so badly for that man, and you're right. You need to go to church. What you did to that poor man, oh. you need to repent. Mm-hmm. Well, You need to repent. I don't know if you're Catholic, but no. you need to go to confession, even if you're not Catholic. Who
3: am I going to confess to? This is my confession.
0: Oh, that's right true. Here. I guess we, right are the, we are the Hello, priests mommy,
4: in this spot. We're, we're across the blurry fence that there is when you're confessing. And so, you know
3: what the best part is? The guy who I'm actually attracted to, the type of man I would like to attract, uh-huh. is a listener to this radio station. So he's probably listening right now.
0: Hey, if he's listening right now, I have a run. message for you, okay? Oh, oh, no, 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 don't sorry, run. Sorry. Je- Jeanette is a wholesome person who has shown that she can dedicate herself in the right circumstance. Party Jeanette, she's she's different, okay? She's different. She'll get after it. But settle down, Jeanette. She's good. She's good.
3: It's happening in December.
0: Um, But if this, if that man uh, who you went to the Canes game with is listening right now, like you suspect, buddy, your previous relationship ended in March. <laughs> it is September 7th. This happened in March. Here's my word of advice for you my words of advice get over it and get after it. Mm-hmm. Okay? March! Take your ass to the arcade
4: <laughs> and pick you up some girls. <laughs>
3: Specifically, me who loves to play Galaga like Oh so long.
1: God!
4: You find him there,
0: typically oh. from one a.m. to two. <laughs> oh God! So that was just make weekend. sure she doesn't have any leftover salad at home <laughs> that could entice her. So here are the highlights of Jeanette's binge weekend for me. And again, she absolutely needs to go to church. It's her after a couple of shots, um, <laughs> uh, sitting and watching a guy shoot free throws that she was so impressed by. She made out with him, but but ended the night because she had to go make pigs in a blanket. Okay. Priorities. Uh, then she goes to the Canes game with some friends and a boy who she then gets angry with him because he questions her Star Wars fandom. Mm-hmm. Into uh, going to Miami only to come up to Fort Lauderdale for pizza. Okay. Only to find herself in an arcade bar. Uh, for another instance in her life, getting picked up at an arcade bar, which I've never heard of before an arcade bar hookup.
3: Ladies, it's an easy roster filler.
0: Only to. Go Ooh, to a strip a club with this guy. Obviously made this guy think, oh, yeah, Labor Day weekend's going to end. This is going to be awesome. Into letting him get out of the Uber into eating salad out of a pot.
3: And then texting you guys.
0: And then texting us at 745 right before she passed out. Circle of life. You are a mess. This this woman, by the way, this Jeanette, went two months sober. By <laughs> <Like, laughs> two months sober. Was so proud of it. And now... She's allowing herself to get picked up in an arcade bar.
3: (laughs) We haven't even talked about what a deep dive.
0: We haven't even uh, talked about Costa Rica. (laughs) I know that's uh, the thing. Deep dive. Wow! 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 Um. How many trips to confession does Jeanette need after this three-day Labor Day binge? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Tweet at us, at KLV1063. Just how much church in Jesus does Jeanette need after this weekend? 888-760-3776. We'll take your calls. We'll recap Jeanette's, Jeanette's Labor Day weekend. And also, we debut Stone Labanowitz's Vibin. She's Jeanette Javier. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3.